Yo guys, welcome episode 18 of the Dynasty Dashboard. I'm your host with the most. Philly was without, aka Woodman, aka Ridley Truther, aka number one in your hearts and in all my leagues. So coming to you solo this week. Um, couldn't find anyone to hop on with me. Something kept coming up, you know, whatever. Um, but trying to get these trades done. Um, see what we can do here. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to jump right into it. Lots of news this week. This is cut-down week um, in the NFL. So everyone's making roster cuts. Everyone's, you know, trying to get the squads ready. Um, and making trades, making cuts. And sorry, I am living up to the Dynasty dashboard name, literally doing this while looking at my dashboard, which is how this all started uh, in the car. So, um, but yeah, gonna hop right into it. Um, trying to be consistent with this and put something out weekly. Um, actually found out some, uh, news might have a permanent co-host joining me weekly. Um, and his name is Jake Earl. You guys should check him out. He's really big in the DLF kind of space with the pods and, uh, just a, a, a a great resource. Um, learned a lot from him already, so super excited about uh, possibly collaborating with him. Um, but yeah, let's jump right into it. So some no- notable cuts this week. Well, we had a trade. It was uh, LaVisca Chenault to the Panthers for a 2023 seventh and a 2024-6. Um, not much actionable kind of content there. Um, I'm sure some of you guys have... Uh, you know, LaVisca on your benches, um, but he's kind of, I mean, for me, it's just kind of like, when are you going to ever start this dude? When are you going to know when to start him? Like, I'm sure he's going to have some spike weeks, um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe package him with a pick and send him out, or if you want him, uh, I'm sure you could get him for a pick uh, plus something. So, you know, if you need a little extra bench depth or you're in, um, you know, some kind of tiered PPR league, um, you know, it might be worth a stash, but, um, I don't have any shares, but doesn't mean you can't. So, uh, next one we had Texans way or the Texans cut Marlon Mack, which is pretty surprising. Um, you know, Damian Pierce, obviously the new hot shit on the streets. Um, they kept Rex Burkhead. Um, and I believe Marlon Mack was already re-signed to the practice squad. Uh, O.J. Howard, depending on when you're listening to this, already expected to sign with them as well. Um, Damian Pierce has been, you know, the name in the streets. Been a lot of trades for him. Um, in one league, I sent out Damian Pierce. Well, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, seeing him go for 2023 first, straight up. Um, and I've seen people on Twitter, analysts, you know, fellow league mates completely convicted by him that, like, he's worth it. Um, you know, if that's what you think, go for it. Um, me out of my, my process is I just, you know, if I get a second rounder, if I, if I get a second, third round RB and I can get a first for him, um, usually nine out of 10 times going to take that, that shot just cause I have a little more leverage, a little more flexibility with the first than I do with that specific running back. Um, but yeah, that's, um, you know, he's obviously been the, the training camp darling, the preseason darling. Um, so definitely a, a name to watch. Um, not really sure how he's going to do. It's the Texans. You know, they're not 
really known for having the best team this year. Um, but, you know, he looks like he's going to be the goal linebacker. Um, Rex Burkhead, he's kind of like that that running back on the team that just gets in the way of the other guys. Obviously, it was kind of a nuisance, you know, with Damian, P- uh, sorry, Damian Harris, um, you know, and whoever the other Patriots running backs were. Sorry, I don't have my full... Uh, computer screen in front of me um Kellen Mond was waived by the Vikings um the Browns already acquired him so that makes Nick Mullins the only backup for Kirk Cousins right now Mullins has one million guaranteed for 2022 so let's all just hope and pray Kirk Cousins doesn't go down um because Jefferson Thielen Osborne new wide receiver three Jalen Reger um, could be in for um, some shitty pass quality. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they cut Cooper Rush, Ben DiNucci, and Will Greer. So it was all their quarterbacks. So, you know, at first glance, kind of looks like what the hell are they doing? Um, but they already have Cooper Rush, Will Greer on the practice squad, which saves them, saves them millions of dollars, which, you know, they need on the O-line. They need wide receivers so um, first glance doesn't really make sense looks like you know Dak is the only quarterback but they already have uh, some practice squad guys and again let's just kind of hope that nothing happens to him because um, I'm obviously an Eagles fan but when it comes to my fantasy I just like guys that score points and I have a ton of Cowboys fan a ton of Cowboys players so um, yeah that was pretty much it Philly had a big week um, we released Anthony Harris, which was kind of a surprise. He was pretty solid for us. But they acquired C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a 25 7th rounder, for a 2023 5th and a 2024 6th from the New Orleans Saints. So we already have their 2023 first as well. So, um, you know, the Saints are... Uh, at first glance, it looks like they're trying to go all in. You know, they paid a lot to go get Chris Alave including that's our 2023 first. Um, but, you know, their defense is kind of falling apart here a little bit. Jameis Winston, you know, I, I have him on a lot of teams. I really like him as a quarterback, too, in Superflex, but he's coming off a pretty serious injury. Um, Alvin Kamara looks like he's going to play, but, you know, he has the court hearing lingering over him. He's also always good for missing two to four games a year. No real answer other than, you know, mid-30s Mark Ingram as the running back two. Um, Michael Thomas, one week there's a video of him running, the next week he's questionable. One week, you know, so it's it's Alave, it's Landry, it sounds like Troutman stepped up a little bit. Um, you know, Taysom Hill for whatever he's worth. Um, and then kind of a lot of question marks all over the field. Um, you know, I think it's Marcus, Marcus Galloway, Marquise Galloway. Uh, he was kind of the training camp darling last year. He looks like a complete bust, just a roster clogger. You don't know when to start him. You're not sure if you should drop him. You can't trade him. Yeah, definition of roster clogger, in my opinion. Um, and uh, Traquan Smith, you know, he, he well, these guys are just best ball. You, you, you're hoping they get you a, a big 50-yard touchdown. and But other than that... Um, yeah, and Alave is kind of the piece there, it seems like, um, that they're trying to build around. So we'll have to see what happens to them. 
Um, now, Philly also traded former first-round pick Jalen Reger, who was taking be- taken before T. Higgins. I believe T. Higgins. Uh, might have been right after. But, uh, obviously, famous Justin Jefferson pick. And uh, as a Philly fan, born and raised, I remember watching the draft and, you know, that year getting absolutely ripped on by Vikings fans, so it's actually pretty funny that he's being sent there now, but um, I don't care if it's a seventh round, I wouldn't care if it's, you know, later than that, Um, anything's better than keeping him, because he wasn't going to play anyway, and they got um, a conditional fourth, too, so, you know, hey, if he ends up, I hope he does do well, because that's very good return, I think, for um, someone that's probably going to be, again, the wide receiver three at best. Um, you know, if you count Dalvin Cook, you know, Madison, if he's playing, Irv Smith, question marks, but count all those guys, he's the fourth, fifth option if Thielen and Osborne are playing, but we'll see. Um, and then kind of just uh, skimming through this pretty fast, but um, the Raiders uh, released former 17th overall in the first round, uh, Alex Leatherwood. So he was obviously part of the old regime. Um, Gruden's one of Gruden's picks, which I rem, uh, remember a lot of controversy about that pick. Um, he's had some big plays here and there, but obviously has felt fallen short of all expectations for a first-round pick. Um, and there's been some other news in it too, but you know, not a lot of fantasy fantasy implications. Um, Deshaun Watson officially started his suspension, so could be looking at him. Um, week 11 against the Texans so that should be interesting um you know probably not going to get much out of him this year with having not played in a couple years but um history shows that a lot of these quarterbacks that were former for uh high-end quarterback ones if they had a multi-year suspension they come back and it doesn't take them long to get right back up there um you know Mike Vick being the most recent in my memory he played almost three years off and he when he came back his first full season he was a quarterback one in fantasy too so um you know we'll see what uh the browns have in store for him i think uh you know they're obviously for um for going their whole future for him so so yeah we'll see um but yeah i'm just gonna jump right into some trades so in trade addicts one we had so again 12 team anyone not in these leagues 12 team super flex 2.75 premium um, so just insane premium for tight ends. Um, big bonus plays for uh, all positional positional players as well. Um, and big game bonuses too. So we had Chase Edmonds, Irv Smith, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and a 2023 first for uh, former NFL record breaker, current, I'm sorry, Cooper Cup and Austin Eckler. Um, man, that is a haul for Cooper Cup. Wow. So Edmonds, who looks like the RB1 in um, a possibly very good run run offense, if it looks anything like how the Niners did, which, you know, you always hear um, Daniel was the brains behind that. Um, Irv Smith, again, uh, haven't seen him play in over a year. He hasn't really done much. Um, that one year he ended with a bunch of touchdowns, so... You know, we'll see if they, they try to get him more involved. Um, but with the premium in there, that, you know, that puts them almost at 
you know, high-end wide receiver three, low-end wide receiver two kind of numbers instantly. Um, Amon Ra St. Brown, I love that. I really love Amon Ra. You know, kind of like uh, the Saints paying a lot to go get Alave. The, the Lions paid a lot to go get Amon Ra St. Brown. You know, that was a very, very high pick. Uh, I'm sorry, to get uh, Jameson Williams. Um, that being said, you know, he's coming off an ACL, which it couldn't have happened any later for him. I think it literally happened in a championship game. Um, so he's probably not going to do much this year. He obviously hasn't been building the chemistry with Jared Goff that Amon Ra now has two years of. Um, you know, they, they, I think he's a, a stud. He's big big fan of Matt Harmon's reception perception, and he's constantly creating his own separation. He doesn't need it schemed for him or manufactured by the team. Um, and Jared Goff, you know, he gets a lot of hate, but the dude can support fantasy-relevant wide receivers. Um, say what you want about him, you know, but end of the day, that's that's what we're here for. That's all that matters. Like, we want points. We want to, when we click the stats, we want to see green everywhere. And that's what Amon Ross showed at the end of the season. So, um, you know, we'll see with Hawk and Swift back. So, I, I get the move. I think the 2023 first is enough for me to want the package side, even though you know, you know, if they're healthy, right? That's the biggest thing with Eckler. Like, he's just, he's awesome. I love him. He's on a high flying offense. He's got Justin Herbert backing him up. Um, but, you know, he's coming up a 20 touchdown season, too, which, you know, if you believe in touchdown regression, which I, I certainly do, um, you know, I'm sure he's in line for some of that, but I'm sure he'll be looking at double digits for sure uh, if he can stay healthy but he's normally just unfortunately one of those guys that's going to miss you know two to five games every year um, which most running backs do but Cooper Cup he's staring in 30 so that's a lot like let's say Cooper Cup gets gets injured you know now you just gave up Irv Smith Amon Ra 23 first that you could have spent on another player but um, you know just trying to trying to play devil's advocate here a little bit now on the flip side you know you're giving up the wide receiver one and a top five running back too that those guys alone you know their production is probably worth is probably combined what Edmonds, Irv Smith, Amon Ra do in a normal season with all the players there normal scoring of course too um so I guess in conclusion, I'm trying to say it's a good trade for both sides, but obviously comes with risks, as all trades do. All right, that's it for TA1. So uh, trade X2, we had... So this is the same scoring, except it's a start 11. So a little more, um, you know, emphasis on some depth. But we had Kadarius Tony straight up for Trey McBride. Kadarius Tony for Trey McBride. Um... You know, you're only getting one side of here, so I'm trying to give some, you know, different angles, different perspectives as they come to me. Um, I like Tony, you know, at one point last season, that, that little stretch of games he had when he was having the ball thrown to him by Mike fucking Glennon, the neck of the league. Um, you know, dudes, people were tra were trading first for him, two firsts for him, I've seen in a couple leagues. Like, that's absolutely insane. And now it's hard to even get a second for him. So I think Trey McBride in a 2.75 tight end premium league is is uh makes a lot of sense um that being said whoever the Trey McBride owner was you know he might need a starter 
Um, I don't know if McBride's going to be much of a 2022 play, assuming Zach Ertz um, kind of takes over that lead pass catching role. Um, obviously, he's not not the greatest blocker um, from his time in Philly, and you know he's getting up there in age too. Um, he hasn't played much during the offseason. Neither of them did really, but um, so yeah, nice, quick, easy trade. I like it for both sides. I'm gonna give a boring answer, but and then. Uh, what looks to be the trade of the week, Mac Jones for Kenny Pickett and a 2023 third. So, oh wait, this was mine. Oh, <laughs> so Mac Jones. So, um, so in this specific lead, I had, I believe, four starting quarterbacks in a super flex league. Um, before this trade, it was more of a portfolio league. I try to do portfolio uh, dynasty when I can, when it makes sense. Where, because I'm in, you know. 45, 50 plus leagues, uh, managed leagues, not counting the best balls and all that stuff. Um, I had 12 Mac Jones shares and only two Pickett shares. So, um, you know, Mac Jones, I like him. It's not like I was just trying to give, you know, just give him away, but um, Kenny Pickett showed some flashes too. Um, and I got a little plus on top, so I was happy with that. Manager who I got it from, he, I believe, only had one starting quarterback. Obviously not counting Kenny Pickett, just with looks like Trubisky is going to start, which uh, I think is smart. Like, everyone wants to see Pickett in, but you got Trubisky there. Let him go out. Like, Pickett's not freaking going anywhere. They got a terrible O-line. Um, if I was Pickett, I'd be like, dude, go ahead. You know, you can go in there and get creamed every game. Like, I'll go in later in the season, whatever. Um, they got the weapons in place. Trubisky looked pretty darn good, actually, um, during the preseason. He got the ball to the playmakers, and that's all that matters. Um, fortunately, Najee is dealing with some kind of uh, um, foot injury. Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, blanket on it now. Apparently, he's going to be okay. But, you know, it's just not something you want to hear when we're, shoot, four days, uh, five days away. Today, I'm recording on September 3rd from the season opener. So, you know, something to monitor. Um Sounds like uh, Benny Snell, they're not happy with him. They cut Anthony McFarland, and it sounds like Jalen Warren is the dude who's going to, you know, step in. We know from, you know, Mike Tomlin's one of the few coaches that he means what he says, and he says what he means. Like, he he, leave, he always leaves a full-time running back on the field. So, um, you know, obviously, if you're listening to this um, and Jalen Warren's sitting on your bench, I would, I would easily spend 25%, you know, a quarter of my fab on him. Uh, shoot, I'd go up to a third if I could, because um, you, you know it, it. It's worth a, uh, it's worth checking out. Worst case scenario, you know, week one, week two hits. There's another waiver guy. You need someone to cut anyway, so um, definitely uh, keep him on your radar if, if you haven't. I, I would say most guys listen to this, uh, which is anywhere from three to fifteen people throughout the course of a week. Probably are in the same league, so he's probably gone, but definitely worth a check. Okay, in our third league, we had DJ Moore and a 2023 first for T. Higgins and a 2024 second. So this was another one of mine, um, and I got offered this. It just showed up in my inbox, and I hit accept. So I love T. Higgins. He, I believe, was my highest rostered top 20 wide receiver. Um, so And then getting the first on top, which... You know, this is one of the highest 
projected classes and just kind of ranked classes in the last like five, 10 years. So, um, and yeah, we hear that every year, yada, yada, but this has been going on for quite a while now. We've been here about 2023. So, um, you know, it's just kind of a no brainer for me. Um, I believe the other guy who I traded with wanted some T Higgins shares and, you know, he got a nice second with it too. So, um, T Higgins is obviously going a much higher, you know, a couple rounds higher than DJ Moore in Superflex startup. So I guess that's where he kind of, uh, came up with the package, but yeah, kind of a, uh, smash except for me there. Um, and nothing in TA4. So come on guys, step up your game and the fifth league, we had a 2023 first, a 2023 second, four, uh, Rashad Bateman, a 2023 third. So this was another one of mine. Um, kind of felt a little meh about it because Bateman, I like him a lot. I don't think he's worth a 2023 first, but the first that I traded away if the season ended right now 100% it's the 112 jam mania this is your first uh that I traded away and you you know it's a it's a 2.75 premium league like you have like five or six of the top eight guys in your starters so um I'm kind of a middling team right now like not rebuilding not contending you know I'm gonna call it productive struggle so I sound like I know what I'm doing but I really don't um, and I really like Rashad Bateman. You know, he's stepping into a, quite a lot of vacated targets with Hollywood going. Um, obviously, Mark Andrews is that dude. And I realized after it, I already had Mark Andrews. So I uh, have to deal with that later. But um, but yeah, so again, just trying to wrap through these quick. That was it for our Trade Addicts Leagues. Uh, another league. It's a, we call it the Ultra Flex League. It's a start 10 two super flex spots and eight flex spots wide receiver running back tight end so super fun you know you can build whatever you want um so it doesn't put like a lot of stress on getting the requirements you can kind of try stuff out that you norm- don't normally do you know all people are going in, like with this league you don't want to be in the middle like i'd say go one extreme or go the other because it's an ultra flex league so like that's what i'm trying to do i should have done it more on the draft but um but yeah, so we have, again, 12 teams, Superflex, Ultraflex League. It's two tight end premium, and but it's also a 0.5 bonus for any first down. And it's also tiered PPR for all positions. So I believe it's like 0.15, you know, wide receiver, 0.2, running back, point, you know, kind of goes up like that, I forget. But some kind of a tiered PPR for positional. But on one side, so this is my trade. I had, uh, I traded away Damian Pierce, Brian Robinson, and a 2023 fourth, and I received a 2023 first, a 2023 third, and Nico Collins. So again, Damian Pierce, Brian Robinson, 23 fourth, four, a 23 first and third, and Nico Collins. So I was happy to give it away. I spammed the entire league. I think Damian Pierce sent a fourth for a first. Um, this guy was the first to counter. Brian Robinson, I like him. You know, he looked like he had the job locked up. Obviously, uh, you know, when he's going through, you know, prayers up to him, hope everything goes well. It looks like he's doing about as best he can after getting shot multiple times um, in the legs, too, for a running back. Um, but, 
for me, it was like, hey, I'm just going to cash out. I want to, I'm just going to reset. I'll take the first. Um, got a little plus on top with the third and Nico Collins. Um, and the other manager, you know, he's high on Damian Pierce. He's got a starting, you know, team's running back. Um, he's got the upside if Brian Robbins, uh, I'm sorry, Brian Robinson returns. And um, a little cherry on top with the fourth. And that's it for that league. Another league is a 10-team super flex. It's start two tight end and 1.5 tight end premium. So start two tight ends and 1.5 tight end premium. So, um, you know, that's like a, I mean, you know, do the math. It's basically like a 2.75, three tight end premium league. So, um, you know, if it was a start one tight end in 1.5, it really doesn't move the needle much outside the top three guys, top three tight ends. Um, doing like the warp data on that, the wins over replacement. Um, but I received, so I got an offer to send, to receive George Kittle and a 2023 fourth and trade away a presumed to be mid to late 2023 first and third. It's a 10 team league. So it kind of devalues the first. And again, if it wasn't mine, so, uh, before that, my tight ends were shoot CJ Uzoma and Tyler Conklin. So I definitely needed some, or Mike Kosicki. So, um, so I needed some help Kittle, you know, in that kind of formats, it should smash, um, get a little advantage with the, uh, positional, um, advantage there. So yeah, easy to get, easy to accept. And my last trade, I've had a couple more since I typed all these, but last trade that I wrote was it's a 12 team super flex, one PPR, two tight end premium league, start three wide receiver. It's a start, I think it's a start 10 league, but it's like we got one quarterback, one, one super flex, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end, a couple flexes. Um, trade away Hawkinson and a 23 second, and I received. Brandon Ayuk and a 2023 first. So again, give Hawk in a second, receive Ayuk and a 23 first. Um, not normally one I would make. I have a lot of TJ Hawkinson shares. It's hard to say fast. TJ Hawkinson shares. Um, but like before this, I literally had like four wide receivers that I could start. It was like, and they're, they're beast ones. It was like Cooper Cup, um, AJ Brown, um, forget who my third guy was, but you know, I really needed some wide receiver help. And I would say, you know, the dude I traded with, obviously he has, you know, a really good, reliable tight end one now. Um, and he got a little second, but I'm trying to get a first there cause I'm like kind of contending, but as a fail safe, I have the first to back up. Um, but yeah, so sorry. My, my riders, my team before this was, so I had so many freaking Eagles, and I did not mean to do this, even though I'm a, a homer. Uh, Jalen Hurts, this is my starting lineup for week one. Jalen Hurts, Zeke, Miles Sanders maybe, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, Jerry Judy, Dallas Goddard, now Brandon Ayuk, Irv Smith potentially, and Tom Brady. I got Kirk Cousins on the bench, uh, Spiller, Jalen Warren, like I was talking about, Noah Brown. Hang on, let me circle back to him. And then in my taxi, I have Kenny Pickett, and that's really it worth noticing or worth worth uh, talking about. Um, so Noah Brown, he's also one to pick up. Um, he hasn't been talked about once, but every time Michael Gallup was out last year, he was the guy to fill in. Um, 
So he's one that's, if he's on your waivers, pick him up because I could easily see him being the, you know, shoot maybe wide receiver two right now to fill in while Michael Gallup's out um, and while he kind of recovers and bounces back. But, but, um, but yeah, that's, uh, so that's it. Going to keep this one short for the week. Um, you know, get your trades in guys, send them in your last minute trades. Um, and hope you guys have a good Labor Day. Thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you later. Peace out.